On today's show, General Motors gets a hold of a patent that could control the ride-sharing market. Chrysler comes out with a plug-in, but doesn't want its customers to know it. And the U.S. Army develops convoys of autonomous trucks. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for January 19th of 2016. Hot on the heels of investing half a billion dollars into Lyft, the ride-sharing competitor to Uber, General Motors just acquired the assets and technology of another ride-sharing company called Sidecar Technologies. It was actually the first ride-sharing company to hit the market, but was never as good at raising money as Uber. Sidecar raised about $39 million, while Uber raised more than $10 billion. But General Motors may have bought itself a trump card because it now has the license to a sidecar patent that may give it a lock on the intellectual property behind ride-sharing. Bloomberg reports that Sidecar tried to enforce that patent with Uber and Lyft, but never got anywhere. And we can only imagine that a corporation like General Motors, with its massive legal resources, is going to use that patent as it builds up Lyft to compete with Uber. You know, you'd think that with all this interest in autonomous cars that auto executives would be at the forefront of embracing the technology. But a study from KPMG shows they're only just starting to. They surveyed 800 C-level executives from OEMs, suppliers, and dealers across the globe and found that only 38% say that autonomous vehicles are an extremely important trend. But that's up from only 3% last year. When asked about connectivity, 50% of execs said that technology is extremely important, and that's up from only 8%. Interestingly, those execs think the leaders in self-driving technology are BMW, followed by Toyota. Still to come, now the French government is investigating Renault to see if it cheated on diesel emissions. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. After VW's diesel emission cheating scandal was exposed, the French government started its own probe into other car companies. During tests, they found that NOx emissions from Renault's diesels were higher in the real world than in the lab. In response, Renault is recalling nearly 16,000 Captur SUVs to fix its emission system, and it plans to offer an engine software patch for 700,000 diesel vehicles to reduce emissions. Renault's stock price also took a huge hit. The company lost $3.6 billion in market value since last week. After it was revealed, investigators raided its offices. However, unlike Volkswagen, no defeat devices were discovered in the French automaker's cars, so it's likely to avoid the crisis that VW went through. Chrysler's new Pacifica minivan is available as a plug-in, but you'll never hear Chrysler say that. They'll call it a hybrid, but not a plug-in. The Pacifica delivers 30 miles of driving range in pure electric mode before its gasoline engine kicks in, and if you plug it in regularly, it'll deliver a combined 80 miles to the gallon, a staggering number for a minivan. But there's no plug-in badge anywhere on the Pacifica, and none of Chrysler's public pronouncements make any mention of it. 
Chrysler knows minivan customers better than any other automaker. No doubt, its research showed that they're kind of scared off by talk of plugging in. And that's the conundrum facing automakers in the American market. The law says they have to make plugins, but customers are still very leery of the technology. And you know, we learned about this interviewing Tim Kaniskis at the Detroit Auto Show last week. And you can watch that interview on our website. In fact, we got a lot of interviews posted there from the Detroit show that'll help you learn more about the latest developments in the automotive industry. Coming up next, automakers and tech companies are not the only ones looking into autonomous vehicles. So is the U.S. Army. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. When DARPA created its autonomous competitions a decade ago, the idea was to come up with convoys of supply trucks that did not need drivers in them. At the time, a lot of U.S. Army personnel were getting killed or injured in Iraq by IEDs. And while the media is focused on the auto industry's race to develop autonomous vehicles, the U.S. Army is making progress, too. The Army and Marines are running convoys of autonomous trucks on roads around Fort Hood in Texas. The convoys have to obey stop signs and traffic signals, interact with traffic and pedestrians, and do all this in urban settings as well. The military sees this technology being used in disaster relief, and not just for combat situations. They have tested convoys involving seven different types of vehicles running at highway speeds and in different types of weather. The trucks are outfitted with commercially available sensors and vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle communication. The Army says it believes the technology will increase its efficiency since it will not have to rely on drivers. It should also reduce accidents, and obviously, it eliminates the danger to warfighters from roadside bombs. Clearly, autonomous technology is going to impact all areas of ground transportation. And you've got to believe that with the military developing it as well, it's only going to push this technology forward. Hey, do you want to learn more about the Chevrolet Bolt electric car? Be sure to tune in to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to take a deep dive into the technology on the Bolt, and we will give you a front row seat to learn all about it. So join me and Gary Vasilash for the best insider views into what makes this industry tick. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.